I think for most of us, it's not obstacles that are put in front of us that we have to deal with. It's the obstacle that we put in front of ourselves that we have to deal with. And that's typically our ego self or those beliefs that, you know, for me, it was definitely, you're not good enough. Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Haefling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who have experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So today I am joined by Crystal. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And I'm so excited to hear about your journey as an entrepreneur and everything that you have going on right now. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yes, of course. So how about we start off by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm a country recording artist, which has always been my main focus in life is music, but I just love coming up with ideas and executing them. And really my mission and my personal mission statement in life is to inspire people to be the very best versions of themselves, including me. And so everything I do is around that idea of lifting other people up and just sharing some love and kindness and and tools for growth. So I have uh, a music coaching school, Crystal McGrath Music. I have um, a movement and mindset company called Live With Love. And that's an online platform with live classes. And we have an on-demand video library. Um, You can purchase all the classes through Indigo Books. We've teamed up with them this year. So it's a cool partnership. You can head onto their website and pick out packages for gifts or just for yourself. And then um, I'm also a country recording artist. So I just released my album uh, Room to Breathe in 2019. And then I followed that up with the single Game On back in September of 2020. And then I also have a project called Boy and Girl, which is more of a passion pop, piano-based pop music duo. And we've been a band for about 12 years now. And then I host a podcast called Crushing Chaos and a podcast slash video podcast called The Artist Behind the Music. So I do a whole bunch of different things and I'm just very passionate about everything that I do and it all is involved with connection and lifting people up. So all ties back to my values. Yes, I I love that. And I love that, you know, that passion behind it is really just to uplift others and inspire. And, you know, there's definitely a lot going on there that I'm excited to, you know, hear more about and jump into. So starting off, do you want to maybe just tell us a bit about how you first got into the music industry? Absolutely. So music's just always been something I've done since I was a kid. Uh, Picked up the guitar and taught myself how to play and how to write music. But I really would say the very first time I knew that this was the path I was going to take for the rest of my life, like I I knew and could understand and visually see that, you know, music can be a career. I was living in Vancouver, going to school for marketing, and I was in class and always just writing song lyrics instead of class notes. And one day I just realized, I'm like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be making music. That's why I moved to Vancouver, not to come to school. 
and I closed my book, left class. Um, as I was leaving the school, there was the Georgia Strait, so it was just like a, a newspaper for the city. And in the back, they had a classified section, and I, I looked, and the first thing I saw was, do you want to make a demo? I'm like, yes, I sure do. That's, that's my journey. So I called the producer that put up the ad, and uh, that week I was making my first demo, which then quickly led into recording my first album. And from there, I haven't done anything else but music, and that was in 2006, 2005. Wow, that's that's amazing. And I, I love that story and how you got into that. And, you know, you also mentioned too that most recently you've, you've released an album and then um, your new song, Game On. And it's mm -hmm. definitely a very uplifting, um, empowering song. And do you want to maybe just tell us a bit about the inspiration behind that and what it was all about? Yeah, so Game On, we wanted to write a song that had upbeat energy that made people want to dance. So when you're playing festivals and and live shows you want people on the dance floor dancing and having fun so that was kind of the main mission at the beginning about that song and then women empowerment and just going after your dreams is something that's so important and vital to my brand that I wanted to encompass that somehow and we we were able to bring that into the story just about you know the song is just about a moment in a bar where a girl sees a guy and she's like it's game on like come dance with me she's going after what she wants and really just not allowing herself or anybody else to get in the way between what she wants to go after. And really the, the underlying message of the song is about going after anything you want in life, whatever that might be, whether, whether it's a dance in the club or, you know, going after your dream job or starting your own company, there's really no limits in life. And if we just kind of live through the day with that motto game on, we can really become unstoppable. Yes, definitely. I love the messaging behind that and, you know, where that came from. And with that too, is there, can you want to tell us a bit about sort of the writing process with music um, and, you know, maybe sort of some people that might inspire you in the industry that helps with the inspiration? Sure. The writing process, I feel like is different every time I sit down to write a song. Um, it depends who I'm working with. Some people have specific ways they like to start with a story or a topic or a word. I am very flexible when I'm writing. Um, I just kind of allow whatever I'm feeling in that moment to come up and then just brainstorming on an idea. So one way I really like to do it is write down a word or a feeling or a topic. And then from there, kind of branch out and brainstorm every thought, feeling, color, emotion, um, situations, places, people's things, like just anything I can think about that has to do with that specific feeling or word. Um, and then from there, you kind of put it into little verses and the verses are really all about telling a story and really painting a picture for the listener to, to visualize as they're listening to the song. And then the chorus is typically the hook. So it's the catchy part. It's the part you want everybody singing along to. So you really got to think outside the box to just allow the vocals to, and the melody to shine bigger than the rest of the song. Um, and that's kind of the process of how I typically, if I were to say one way that I often go to it would be, it would be that way is just discovering, you know, what is the story that I want to share in these three minutes and how can I condense it and make it catchy and full of emotion and, and something that people can connect to on all sorts of levels. And then in regards to inspiring songwriters, I'm a big fan of Jewel as a songwriter. She really was one of the first artists I, I looked at as being a singer-songwriter and it was very inspiring. 
Um, but now I'm inspired just by so many different genres and people. I love Shania Twain as a fellow Canadian country artist. She's amazing. But currently I love like the sound of Kelsey Ballerini, Marin Morris, Carrie Underwood. I love Christina Aguilera and Lady Gaga. Like that just that influence of country meets pop is and with power vocals is my thing right now. Yes, I definitely agree. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely a big fan of a lot of them as well. And that's, it's so interesting hearing about the writing process behind it. Um, it's something I've always been very sort of fascinated by. And so it's, it's nice to hear sort of the story behind it there. And like you said, every song does have a story. So it's interesting, you know, hearing the process of that. And with that too, you also had an experience in the Canada Music Incubator Artist Entrepreneur Program. Um, Do you want to tell us just a bit about this experience and sort of what the program was? For sure. You are never too old to stop learning. Like always learn is just the biggest advice I can share and, and give to anybody because the amount of knowledge and tools that I learned and even relearned in the program was just amazing and life-changing. The program is really designed to set artists up to build their business toolbox. And they just cover everything from, you know, PR to song licensing to rights and royalties, legal matters, um, accounting, songwriting, producing, stage presence, stage performance. They really just throw you into this, you know, six week mentorship program where all you're doing is thinking about how can I be the best version of me and really just challenging you with ideas and concepts and how can you think bigger than what you're thinking. And for me, it was just so inspiring to know that I was really capable of so much more than maybe I was doing at the time. And just to be surrounded by a group of people that are all on a similar wavelength and a similar path, but all on our own journey is very empowering to, to know that other people are going through those same struggles and challenges and, and all of those thought processes that we have as musicians is an often one is just not feeling good enough. And that's definitely something in my life that's always come up and to be around all these other amazing artists that you would think just had the most confidence when you heard their stories about how they didn't feel good enough or how in that moment they don't feel good enough and everybody else connected to that feeling. It was really cool to just realize that we're all just human going through this emotional experience. <laughs> and, uh, and it's okay to feel not good enough sometimes and knowing that you're not crazy or alone for feeling that way. So lots of things came up in that program. And actually, Game On is, was started while I was in the program. They set me up with the producer, Spencer Shane, while I was in the program for the day to work with a producer. And we, I had written Game On already, but I brought it to work with him that day. And we actually finished the whole backing track that day in the program. So it kind of originated, originated from CMI. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity and the mentors and anyone artist listening that has an opportunity to apply for this program, I would say go for it full force because you can never learn enough. Even when you think you know everything, there's always something else to learn. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great piece of advice. And it's always interesting to hear too, because I feel like there's a lot of 
qualities that sort of overlap with um, musicians and entrepreneurs. And, you know, that feeling of not being good enough is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs also go through, you know, with starting their business as well. So it's, it's interesting to sort of see the overlap with that. And, you know, with that too, you also are an entrepreneur yourself and have a couple different businesses going there. Do you want to sort of tell us a bit about those and how they got started? Yeah. Live with love started because I just, I love fitness. I was a gymnast growing up and fitness has just always been something instilled in me. I wanted to go to the Olympics, but then I, I broke too many bones. So I had to shift past to singing, <laughs> but it worked out for the best. Um, so yeah, fitness just has always been something that I love. And yoga is just the most grounding experience for me whenever I'm chaos in life or, you know, moving through a lot. Yoga is the one thing that keeps me grounded and and steady. So I took my yoga teacher training and I just fell in love with that. And, um, I also took my bar teacher training at the same time. Um, I was going to bar classes every day and I just loved it. And I thought, Hey, you know what? Beyonce runs on the treadmill and sings to practice. What if I started teaching, um, to practice like my stage presence and my cardio all in one and get paid for it. <laughs> so that was kind of my, uh, my motto or my move towards teaching bar. And I love bar. I actually started my own bar teacher training program called bar movement. So I have an online program to instruct instructors on how to teach the program to their own clients in their studios, which is so much fun. I, I just love, love educating people. And so the platform's just all about inspiring people to be the best version of themselves. And I'm always learning within that as well. I'm a nutritional health coach through IIN. I'm a personal trainer, my yoga certification, meditation. Um, I have sound bowls and I just love how music is connected to, to healing. And I always say music and movement are my two medicines in life. So it's a beautiful way to be able to, to do what I love in a different way than performing on stage. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love sort of the crossover that you had there. And I think that's such, you know, an interesting and, you know, original sort of idea that you put together and, you know, made into a full program. And you are very passionate about entrepreneurship. And, you know, you've definitely spoken with a lot of other entrepreneurs as well, which we can get into. But um, is there something really specific that drives you to entrepreneurship and makes makes you really passionate about it? I just think I have so many ideas all the time that the only option is to execute them. And the only way of executing them is if I do it myself. <laughs> so I think I was just really instilled with that um, understanding of being your own boss. My dad owns his own company and I just was always around that entrepreneurship that I think is just instilled in me in a, in a very young age. I mean, I would be like seven, six years old making cards and you know, asking my dad to stand at one of his offices and, and sell them to people that came in. <laughs> so it's like, I think it's just something that's, you know, I was born with this just gene of, of owning businesses. <laughs> 
Yes, I love that. Um, I love hearing sort of those stories of where it stemmed from. And in, I mean, now you definitely have, have a business of your own. So it's definitely sort of followed you through. And with also sort of your different businesses and with your music career, a lot of it's been, I'm sure, big pivots this past year um, with the pandemic. Is there sort of any sort of pivots that you'd like to share with us and sort of how it's affected you and your business? For sure. Um, one positive thing, I mean, there's a lot of positives in this chaotic situation, but I had been wanting to pivot my Live With Love company online for many years. So for the past probably five to six years, we would go down to the desert outside Vegas and film yoga videos. And um, I have had all this content that I've been making and just kind of life got distracting. So I never like full on launched it. And so when March hit, it was like, well, this is the perfect time to get my online platform going because everything's moving online right now. And I have to move very quickly. And I was lucky that I had a lot of content filmed already. And we also have a recording studio. So I have a lot of great sound equipment. So I was able to put together really professional sounding um, live streams and on-demand videos and create those uh, very efficiently and quickly. So I am really grateful that I was able to pivot fast and take my business and put it online because it was all people coming to my home studio prior to that. So that was something that's fortunate. I'm really fortunate about because I can carry that with me now moving forward, even when, you know, all the pandemic stuff quiets down and we can go back to going to the gyms and all that kind of stuff. I think there'll still be a market for the online online program with all the flexibility that it offers. And then with my music coaching, I also, same thing, I had people come see me all the time and um, I was able to just use Zoom and pivot every every client now just switched to learning online. And I will say it was not easy learning how to teach in a completely different way because when you're not physically next to someone and you can't show them what to do close up, it's much more challenging on how to explain how to do something. So it was kind of neat. It was like learning a whole new way on how to teach, which was kind of fun at the same time. As I mentioned, I love learning. So there was something to learn in, in so many of these areas. And then performing, we obviously can't perform and haven't been able to perform all year. So that's been challenging because performing is one of my favorite things to do. But we were able to pivot again in that in that vein and turn all of our live stream shows on Facebook. And um, we at the beginning of all of this, we would do a show every Friday and Sunday. And I'm I'm grateful, Darren, my partner. He also plays in my band, so it's nice that we could still play play music together out of our home. So we do a lot of live streaming shows, and you know, I didn't get to go on a radio tour as I typically would when you release a song to radio, but I was able to do all the interviews on Zoom or on the phone. And I was able to release my song in Australia, you know, which some people thought might be crazy to release a song during the pandemic in another country when you can't travel. But honestly, it was the best thing I I probably could have done. MTV and CMT picked it up, uh, picked up on all commercial country radio stations. I'm able to be active in Australia from my office in Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> like It's so cool how technology can, can do big things like that for us. So as crazy as this year and as isolating as this year has been, there's also been a lot of 
positives. And I think when we adapt to change and we do our best to make the best of situations and, and pivot however we can to just see some, some form of light, it might not be the brightest light, but as long as you keep searching just for little glimmers of that light, it makes it a little easier to move forward and find new ways to do things. Yes, I, I definitely agree. And I, I love the outlook that you have on that. And, you know, you definitely were able to make all those pivots and, you know, like you said, come out even better on the other side of it too, and have these new avenues that you were able to explore. So it's great to hear, you know, that that was the way that you had taken it and, you know, how it's turned out from that. Um, and you also mentioned too, that you have your own podcast as well. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about, you know, how did this get started and a bit about what it's all about? For sure. So one of them is called Crushing Chaos. And I started that last year in 2019 about just, I wanted to talk about doing so many different things and tools on life and what I like to use to kind of crush through my day to day of just being balancing many different things. And that's kind of where it started was just me talking. Um, and then this year in the pandemic, I thought, what a great time to connect with people. Everybody's, you know, at home and they have, there's so many amazing stories out there. I'd love to um, just put it out there and, and see who wants to chat. So I put it out there and I couldn't believe the response I got. It was insane. Just like hundreds and hundreds of women reaching out that wanted to share their story personally or professionally about how they crushed the chaos in their life. And I just was able to connect with 44 different women in about three weeks. I recorded all of these episodes and it was just so soul healing to be able to connect with people from all over the world. We were all feeling very similar experiences just with this, you know, being in lockdown and just having such a shift of of life and it was just really made the world seem a lot smaller than than it really actually is and it was very cool to connect on so many different levels so there's some great stories on that podcast just about anything from you know marketing to personal development to energy healing to social media there's just a ton of different stories and information that's really beneficial for for human growth and personal and professional development. And then I also have a show called The Artist Behind the Music, which is on Instagram Live and up on YouTube and on podcast platforms. It's interviewing artists from all over the world, just sharing their stories behind the music. And I really just like to have conversations about maybe more of the hard stuff, the deeper stuff than the things that maybe we typically talk about, like how's your day going? You know, it gets a little, little deeper than that to talk about fear and how we move through that. So, so that can be inspiring for those watching, knowing that they're not alone. Absolutely. You've definitely, you've talked to a lot of different, um, you know, women as well as musicians. And is there any sort of key takeaway or insight from either one of the podcasts that, you know, really stuck with you or a story that with a certain message that you'd like to share? The biggest thing that comes up between every single person I talk to on these shows is don't quit, don't give up, um, be persistent. Everyone kind of says that same message in a different way. And I think that's really important to remember as we're on this journey, because we can have really dark days that are challenging and, you know, just kind of make you question, why am I doing what I'm doing? But just remembering your why and coming back to, to that purpose, I think is 
was really important, but there's been some great stories that I've heard just about really having to get ugly to be shiny. <laughs> it's like just going through struggle to see the other side and, and moving through fear. I think that's the biggest thing is when fear arises, don't run away from it. Definitely run through it, run towards the fire and through the fire. So on the other side of that fire is freedom and love and we can leave fear behind us and, and move forward with love. I think is a really constant message that I keep hearing and it's just a very important thing. And then be kind. That's actually something else that everyone keeps saying. I always like to ask the question, if you had a message to share with the world, what would it be? And most people's answer is be kind. So be kind. <laughs> yes, I think I think that's an amazing message that, you know, anyone can take and follow and it's it's important to remember and you know, like you said there there's definitely a lot of obstacles people have overcome um and you know, going through those fears and has there been sort of one big obstacle that you've really overcome either with your business or with music or anything along your journey um that you'd like to share as well as, you know, how you overcame this? For sure. I would say getting out of my own way. Um, I think for most of us, it's not obstacles that are put in front of us that we have to deal with. It's the obstacle that we put in front of ourselves that we have to deal with. And that's typically our ego self or those beliefs that, you know, for me, it was definitely, you're not good enough. And so I would always hear that voice when I went to do something and, and that would slow me down and that would stop me from fully being who I wanted to be at the time or who I am. And it would just be hindered by just that voice of, oh, you're not good enough. You shouldn't, you shouldn't go all out because if you go all out, you might fail. And then people are going to laugh at you or you're going to laugh at yourself or, you know, just those fears that we all have when we're trying something new or putting ourselves out there and getting vulnerable. It's scary stuff. So for me, I've done a ton of personal development work because uh, I think it's just so important to always grow and always learn more about yourself and why you do certain things. And, you know, I am good enough and you're good enough and we're all good enough. And it's just lies that we tell ourselves. And for me, that's, I did that for years, just doubting myself and, and getting in my own way constantly. So just learning how to quiet that voice and getting angry with that voice, just not giving it permission to have power and really using that to step into my own courage and to move forward with my own strength and, and know that I am good enough. And, you know, some tips I would have on exploring that if you suffer from that as well is, you know, journaling, affirmations, meditations, um, really checking in and doing some self-love work. For me, I had to go to Paris and fall in love with myself. I wrote a postcard reminding myself that I'm loved. And, and it starts with you. I think just remembering that and knowing your values. What are your values? What's important to you? Once you know that, other people's opinions and your own self-doubt really can't affect you as much when you know what's important to you and where you stand. And then just really going after what it is you love in life, I think would be, you know, the third component to that, because when you're going after what you love, you can really become unstoppable. And again, it's just see your vision, move towards it. And that fear that comes up, like just kill it with love because that's, that's our power. Yes, I, I absolutely love that. And I think you gave so many great pieces of advice there and, you know, tactics that people can really take. And, 
you know, help them move through that self-doubt because I think entrepreneurs or really anyone in general definitely comes to that at some point or another. Um, and so having those sort of tools and ways to overcome it is so important. So thank you for sharing those. And what would be your favorite thing, you know, about what it is that you do as an entrepreneur or as a musician or just anything that you're doing? What would be your favorite part of that? Connection for sure. I love connecting with people. I love connecting with myself. Um, there's just something that you know lights up when you have an idea and then you put it to action and you see it in front of you and it's done. There's something really cool about that connection process, even though it you know it might not involve anyone else or it might involve the team that's working on it. Um, but everything I do is all about connection and and lifting people up. And I just love that through music and through movement we can see the world in a little bit of a different light and yeah, just to be able to give people a platform and opportunity to, to see the world maybe a little bit different, even if it's just for a song, then, then that's what I love the most. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. I think that's, I think that's great. And I definitely agree. And I think connection is so important. And, you know, you said there too, you know, watching things come together and there's sort of one big moment or um, success looking back on your journey from anything there that really stands out to you and you know in the moment may have been sort of a pinch me moment is this sort of happening mm -hmm. um, a moment and story I like to share is I was in Atlanta living there um, quite a few years ago and kind of right when I first started out and I remember being so scared to go on stage like crippling fear I just felt like I couldn't use my voice and I remember staring at myself in the mirror before going on stage and I remember thinking, you have a choice. You can either go do what you love and enjoy it, or you can walk out of this theater and not do this anymore. <laughs> and it was just so clear, like, why am I doing this? Oh, because I love it. Okay, well, that's the only option then. So let's go do it. And from that moment, I would say my, my view on fear really started to shift and just my mindset on believing in yourself started to shift. And um, yeah, it just, it was a really big moment for me, even to this day. And that was probably 15 years ago. And in that moment, it felt pretty loud and it just kind of, that voice is never quieted. So I would say that's a big, big lesson to share. You have a choice always, right? So Yes, absolutely. I, I definitely agree. And I think that is a great lesson. And is there sort of one piece of advice um, to finish off that, you know, you'd give to someone who's maybe looking to start a business or sort of thinking about doing something right now and they're not too sure um, or just sort of your biggest takeaway there? Yeah, create a plan, at least a general plan. You don't have to be specific to the, every little detail. Um, because I for sure am not a very detail-oriented person. I'm a big picture person, but having a plan or just an idea of where you want to move to and where you want to go um, is very, very helpful when starting a business. It just helps you piece the puzzle pieces together because there's a lot of them. And just know that it's not like you don't snap your fingers and register a name and then you have success. It takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of persistence. It takes a lot of hustle. And just remember the word no doesn't mean that you're losing or that you're failing. It just means that you're one no closer to a yes. So keep that in mind when you're, you know, looking for 
contracts or jobs or performances or clients, whatever that looks like for your world, just, just remember that, that no just is one no closer to a yes. Yes, I think that's a great takeaway there. And, you know, definitely something that everyone can keep in mind. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing all those great pieces of advice. And you definitely have a lot going on right now um, with the different projects. And do you have sort of future plans coming up that you would like to share? Yeah, so we just received funding to record a new EP to come out in 2021, which is very exciting. And so a new single will be coming out followed by an EP in the spring. So that's something definitely to look forward to. And, and then just with my movement and mindset practices, there's new topics and programs coming up every month. So you can always just tune into the site or on Instagram and, and follow along for the journey. Awesome. And where can people go to follow along there um, and any of the websites as well? For sure. You can find everything on crystalmcgrath.ca. That's um, a landing page to everything that I do. You can find me on socials under Crystal McGrath and that's linked to, to all the other things. So that's the best, the best place to find me, Crystal McGrath. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.